Welcome to the Chicago Business Review, where we introduce you to some of the most successful and sharpest minds from my hometown, Chicago, so that you can find out the secrets that have helped these professionals achieve massive success. If you want to accelerate your growth in your personal and professional life so that you can do more, have more, give more, and ultimately live the life you've always desired, then sit back and stay tuned in because you are in the right place. I'm your host, Young Lee, and you are listening to the Chicago Business Review. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chicago Business Review. I am Young Lee. I am a real estate broker here in Chicago, a serial entrepreneur, and your host for this awesome podcast and show. I am especially excited for this week's episode because this week we have Miguel Sanchez. He is an e-commerce expert. He started in drop shipping on Amazon and after a little bit of time was able to drop out of school and pursue this full time. And now he's helping people build their own e-commerce businesses that provide passive income and very little participation. I know that sounds almost too good to be true. But Miguel is going to tell you how he does it and how he can help you. So please help me in welcoming our guest this week, Miguel Sanchez. Thanks, Miguel, for being our guest this week, man. How are you? Amazing. I'm feeling great. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know we had a very awesome conversation before we started recording. And I wish we were recording because you were dropping so many amazing nuggets and fire there, but hopefully we can recreate that. But I guess the biggest thing is, you know, first, what is it that you do? So what is this e-commerce and drop shipping for people older like myself who just have heard the term, but don't necessarily know what it entails? So let's start off with e-commerce. E-commerce is the industry that Jeff Bezos is in, you know, Amazon. And then we have the Watson family that's on Walmart, that owns Walmart. And then you have Mark Zuckerberg that owns Facebook. And so well, be, what I basically do is I leverage all those platforms. Well, I used to leverage Amazon and Walmart and I leverage those two platforms to, you know, make money, to get me out of school. That's, you know, that's how I started this whole thing. But going towards drop shipping the business model, is that it was a good, it's a business model that, that doesn't require nothing at all. And so I was able to, you know, leverage these platforms and make money out of it. And so just to start somewhere small was, you know, was my best option at that time. But e-commerce in general is, it's just that, you know, it's huge. It's an industry that's going to continue growing. And as you guys can see for yourself, you know, two years ago when we hit the pandemic, you know, it kind of made everybody realize like, okay, I don't have to go to the store no more to go get something, right? I, you know, and I don't want to get sick. Everybody was so scared to get sick. Guess what? At that time, I was selling on Amazon. And I do remember that the sales were going crazy. I remember this was like in the middle of March 10, March 11, when they made the announcement of the shutdown. Man, I, dumb sales. I'll just say that. Like, 
Totally paper at that time too. So best believe everybody was going crazy over totally paper. But yeah, it made everybody realize on uh, that e-commerce was like, okay, we don't got to, like I say, we don't got to go here and there anymore. I'll just buy everything online. And so that, that made everybody's, everybody's world think about like, wow, you'll get whatever you want online now. And so that's what e-commerce is for you. It's an online transaction type of thing, a retail store, if you want to call that. And so, yeah, I mean, that's the best I could explain it, guys, when it comes to e-commerce or that's like the world we are moving into. As you guys can see, everything is like all digital, you know, or Zoom meetings are digital. We don't have to go be at the office at 9 9 a.m. anymore. And so that's e-commerce for you. And so, yeah, yeah, that's e-commerce. Yeah, man. No, that's amazing. So like you were saying, doing transactions or buying things online is pretty much the fundamental portion of e-commerce or electronic commerce. So everything, transactions are happening online and that's what is primarily the business model for Amazon and other services like that. And then even retailers, like you said, like Walmart has started their e-commerce businesses by selling online. And with the pandemic, it's just even exploded in terms of businesses getting into it, as well as entrepreneurs like yourself getting into the space to sell products and make money without having a brick and mortar store that people have to walk into in order to transact and therefore gives you more flexibility and leverage because you don't have to have this huge storefront and have a rent and utilities and people that have to work the store. So that's amazing. Now, I know you said you were in school and then you dropped out of school because of this business, and I'm sure a lot of other listeners' ears perked up when they heard that. So this is like a legitimate business. I mean, I know, but for our listeners, viewers, I just want them to understand that this is not like a, just a, something that's a fad and is going to go away. If anything, this is the way the world is trending where people are going to be buying more and more items online versus going to stores, just like Blockbuster went out of business because now Netflix came along and you can do stuff online versus having to go to the stores. This is what you're saying, except selling products online. Now, you mentioned something about drop shipping, and I know you had told me that is losing its profitability because it's been around for a while now, but that's how you got started. Can you explain a little bit just of what that is? Oh yeah. So to talk about dropshipping, basically how dropshipping works guys is that let's just say, for example, we're going to be selling this pen for on their Facebook store for $100, right? You sell this for a hundred, you then wait for a customer to buy off from you. You now have their money and their address. So what you're going to do is you're going to use any other supplier outside of, obviously, Facebook. Facebook wouldn't even be considered a supplier because it's a social media company. But let's just say you get the exact same pen, exact same pen, now to Amazon, Walmart, Home Depot, Zorro, any other online retail store. Say you get it for $50. We then have our suppliers ship it to our customer, and now you're left off with the $50 profit. 
Now that's drop shipping for you guys. You guys do not have to risk any money upfront whatsoever. So you wait for the customer to buy off of you first before you go buy it from your supplier. So literally no risk at all. And that's what drop shipping is for you. Now, that is how I got started. And the reason why I took drop shipping back in late 2018 when I was in college was because it was something that they required little to no money. All you needed was a credit card to fulfill the order. So I had about, uh, I think, a $1,000 credit card to my name at that time. It was my personal credit card. And I think to my name in cash, I think I had about $1,500 on my name as a server at that yeah. time. Yeah, I had about 15, well, 1,500. That's right. Yeah. 1,500. And then I was go- going out here and training college. And so that's how I started. That's how I started making money. And so I ended up just scaling up from there on Amazon back in the day. I don't sell there anymore. Now it's all on Facebook. But uh, that is what dropshipping is for, for you guys. Whereas and you literally own no inventory and you wait for the customer to buy off of you first before you buy off of people buy off of your supplier. So there's literally no risk at all to this business whatsoever. So again, so we can clarify for our listeners and viewers. Why would the consumer that buys that widget or pen from you for a hundred dollars, not buy it from the supplier for $50. Like well, to answer that question on the way that, well, this is just my personal opinion. You know, other people might have other, other Facebook sellers might have another opinion or Amazon, Amazon sellers. But the way I see is that it also comes down to time. If you're, I mean, if you think about it, everybody uses Facebook. Let's start. Let's stop there. Everybody uses all Facebook. So when they're on Facebook and they're either searching something up or this listing just ends up popping up on their newsfeed, you know, when you go on Facebook, and you look up, let's just say a car, for example, you're looking for a BMW M3. Now, what Facebook is going to be showing you is a bunch of cars on your newsfeed. So that's what's going to happen. So if you're somebody who's looking for a pen or you're looking to buy pens on Facebook, you know, guess what? There's going to be listings on Facebook or ads about pens. It kind of does work that way where Facebook is pushing just like that free traffic to their customers. And then also it, it's been a buying platform for a very long time now. And so when people just see something in front, they don't look any, anywhere else, especially if they're, especially psychology wise, if they like it and if they see it and it's like right there in front of you, what are you going to do? You're going to take out your pocket at that moment. If you like, if you like something, you're not going to come around and look for it. I mean, you got to be really, really smart. I mean, th- I mean, there are, there is a lot of people like that. Don't get me wrong. You know, like you, of- my man, like you. So yeah, no, I, I get it. Is that, yeah, people, they're thinking of something. It pops up in front of them. They don't think like, oh, is this the best price that I could possibly get for it? They're just like, I want this. It showed up right in front of me. It's easy for me to purchase it by just clicking a few buttons. So I'm just going to buy this. And so I know that that's how it works. I just, I know that there are a lot of people that almost think that that's too good to be true or, oh, why wouldn't you do this? But I know even for myself, I know I can find certain things cheaper, but just for the convenience of it, if it shows up, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I was thinking about those shoes. Maybe I will buy those right now. And then I'm not like, oh, I'm going to Google it and see where the cheapest possible avenue I could buy it. I just, I think I want to buy it. I'm going to buy it. And so you buy it. But yeah, I, I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, why wouldn't they just do it? Because people 
don't do it. Yeah. So now you're saying you don't hold any inventory. So you make the sale first and then you order that item from the supplier and the supplier ships it directly to the consumer, not to you. And then you send it to the consumer. The supplier usually ships it directly to the, your consumer, correct? Yes, to my customer. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they, yeah, that way. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, and now, is there a minimum quantity that you have to then buy from the the supplier to get the better price, or it's just it's you can buy them one at a time? One at a time, because I mean, it really all depends on how many we sell. So, well, for example, if like. I just say we're sourcing off of Home Depot. We find this pen and Home Depot has like 500 units. What we're going to do is we're only going to probably like 50 units just in case, you know, we don't want to run out of stock and have like 100 sales. And then next thing you know, we're only to like uh, ship out 40 of them at the end of the day. So no, it's only, it goes one by one. Because remember, we got to wait for them to buy off of, off of us first before we buy from the supplier. So interesting. Okay. So I know... Amazon drop shipping was a, a bigger thing. And I didn't even know that Facebook is a platform at which now you can do the same thing. Can you explain why you made the shift from Amazon where you had success and Walmart to now shifting to Facebook? So back in, yeah, so back in 2018, that's when drop shipping was really, really huge. I want to say around that time between 2014, honestly, from 2010 to like 2021, drop shipping has been huge, uh, whether it be Shopify, Amazon, and Walmart. But going to going back to Amazon, that's the first thing that popped in front of my face. So that's why I got started. You know, I was like, you know what, you don't need that much money, so I started doing that. But the whole reason why I shifted was because. And late 2020, it ended up getting way too strict. And so it was already against terms of service. So we already knew we were we had to go through these loopholes, you know, to make sure we didn't get suspended or get in trouble. So therefore, we saw that Amazon was knocking off a lot of drop shippers at that time. <clears throat> so we were like, you know what? You know, I think it's coming to an end. It's closing. People are still doing it to this day, but it's not worth it when they're holding at least 30 grand. You have a credit card to pay, and you got bills to pay as well. Yeah, and you gotta feed wow. yourself, and so it got to the point where, like, you know what? All right, let's transfer to Walmart then. So Walmart became a new platform. To they they opened, they just opened up their marketplace less than three years ago, I believe. Less than I think less than three or four years ago, but people started hopping on just last year, twenty twenty one. They literally just went from like twenty thousand, twenty to fifty thousand sellers to like three hundred thousand sellers within a short time frame. Really? And if anything, it's, it's it's just growing and growing. Yeah, because it, it's the new thing. And so they're like, Walmart is like the new Amazon as it was literally 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it's looking like. But I ended up going to Walmart and then Walmart ended up getting strict as well. Literally not too long ago, literally like less, less than seven months ago. I want to say like around the summer. And so we ended up, I ended up just leaving there. Like, again, it was against terms of service as well, drop shipping. But, you know, we wanted to take advantage of it, make make as much money as we can, take advantage of it, left off. And now Facebook is here as well. So now Facebook is updating their e-commerce, and it looks like they're enjoying the drop shippers that are on that platform. 
Because one, it's not against terms of service, and two, it's a social media company. So we really can't get in trouble for using Amazon and Walmart as a supplier. Interesting. So that's, okay. what, that's what I do, Facebook. And so that, yeah, that says that has been my transition for the past two years, three years. So if you are using Facebook, are you just selling on like Facebook Marketplace? Do you make a business page? Do you have to have a website? Like, I guess, how does that process work? And how different is it from like doing it on Amazon and Walmart? So I personally sell on Facebook Marketplace and I also sell on Facebook Shops, which is the business page is what you're talking about. So, but yeah, so I sell on both, but what we offer for our clients is the Facebook shop, which is the where we build a business page for them, get them approved and have them selling as soon as possible. The difference that it is from Amazon is that, well, Amazon, it's a retailer. So you really can't use another retailer to ship out products to your customers. Because when, we when we were selling on Amazon and I was selling on Amazon, I was using Walmart as my supplier. But there was, but there was ways around it because we would source our products that would come in the big brown box, not in the Walmart box. Uh, so they really couldn't tell that it came from Walmart unless they put the receipt in there. But not all, not every single time they would put the receipt in there, or it would show that it came from Walmart. Oh, yeah. So there was, like I said, there's wow. there's there's a lot of loopholes around it, but oh. and that's 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 how I was able to get away with it <laughs> at that time. I mean, you still can to this day, but like yeah. I said, loopholes like right here. And it's just getting stricter and stricter. So there's like literally no point of putting time and injury into a business model that's going to make you a lot of money for a short period of time. So I, I could go ahead and start my Amazon. I could go ahead and drop ship on Amazon right now and make 20 grand in profit a month. But as soon as a customer complains about something about, that came in a Walmart box, forget about it. They're going to hold that 20, that 30, 40 grand that, that they were going to pay you out. And you don't, know, and you don't know how long that's going to happen for. It could be days, weeks, or even months. Oh, wow. So that's the, that's the thing that sucks, you know? Trust me, I would have been still selling on it <laughs> to this day. But yeah. uh, that is, so yeah, that's that's the reason why, you know, I left Walmart and Amazon because we were using those retailers. But like I said, when it comes to Facebook, it's a social media company. Therefore, we're able to use those suppliers to ship it to our customers because they really can't say anything about that. Huh. Wow. So, drop shipping is legal on Facebook for sure. <laughs> Okay. So the drop shipping model, it is low initial capital to get started. You don't have to hold inventory. You can have a business online. Like it all seems almost too good to be true. What would you say are some downsides if there are any to doing a drop shipping or a this type of business if to to i guess it's here to answer to do any downsides on drop shipping on well on facebook in general let's let's talk about that is literally zero to none i think the only thing you should i mean literally i literally can't think about it because one you don't have to buy inventory so that's one you gotta wait for the customer to buy for you first before you spend money um two they're a new platform so that's one thing that everybody has to watch out for is that they're still new into the e-commerce thing. You know, like I said, they're barely building up and they're still working on it, especially since Facebook is working on this whole meta thing that's going on. You know how they change from Facebook to meta. 
you know, they're they're investing billions of dollars. So they're literally fixing the whole they're literally redoing the whole company. That's what it's looking like. So like Facebook support right now is the worst support. So that's literally like one of the downsides. The the money and the traffic is there, the support blows. It's it's horrible, but you know, they do answer, but takes freaking days i mean that's that's the only downside i could think of right now throughout my journey of selling on facebook and then also for my clients as well other than that i literally yeah i think that's it to be honest wow okay there's literally, there's literally not that much risk for job shipping literally uh other than that yeah literally just other than customer support being the worst support <laughs> And it's, if that's the worst thing, then that's not too bad. So they're billion dollar companies. I don't understand how it's that bad. You know, <laughs> you're like one of the richest companies in the world. How do you have this bad much of a customer service? It doesn't make sense. So yeah. that's that's the biggest concern. <laughs> yeah, and if that's the if that's the biggest problem, then and that still seems like a a good business model. Now you had mentioned that uh, not only do you do this personally, but now you're helping other people do this so that they can have a business that provides a passive income stream. Can you elaborate a little bit about what you're doing in regards to that and how you're helping other people with this business? Yeah. So the way I'm doing about it is that we basically create a business page for you. So that would be a Facebook shop. We basically sign you up, get your LLC EIN number. We get you signed up for Facebook shops. We get you then approved. Once you're approved, we then end up uh, start posting some. So then we end up start posting some products on there. And so once we start end up posting some products, uh, we then end up making sales. And so you as the client, you don't touch or see anything at all because we do all the work for our clients. You know, we have per, we have virtual assistants overseas, trained virtual assistants that have been with over three years now. And so I, ha- I have them take over. We manage everything for you guys. We run the store from customer service, product research, word fulfillment, returns, literally everything from A to Z so you don't have to touch anything or lift a finger whatsoever. So that's what we do for our clients. And so... Whatever comes in profit, we split that profit. So, for example, if you and I were at a 50 50 profit split contract, that would be so if we were to do 10 grand profit for the month of January, that would be 5,000 for me and then 5,000 for you without you or touching anything. The only thing you would need is a credit card for your store personally to fulfill the orders for your store only. And so that's how we create a cash fund asset for you guys and for all of our clients. So again, sounds too good to be true. So like, first, why would you do that for other people? Why not just keep doing it just for yourself and keep 100% of the profits? So with Facebook right now, we're only to, we're only able to have one Facebook shop, right? Mm. We could, yeah, so we're only, able, we're only able to have one Facebook shop. And so... Great, we actually have more, but there's more restrictions and more risk in that. But let me talk about how we can only have one. The reason why we can only have one is because that's what Facebook allows us to. And so, two, I mean, we already have, I already have like my virtual assistants working on that. So they're already like making money on that just for like my store personally, right? So all that income is to me. But whereas then I do it for others, you know, I'm able to use their Facebook store 
and take advantage of that store, work on that store, and then also pick that store up, make, you know, seven, eight, 10, nine, 10 grand in profit per month, and then get a split off of that. Well, they don't touch anything. So I would have like, well, now I have more over 20 clients right now. So over all those 20 clients, let's just say they're all doing four or five K profit. I'm taking half of that. So yeah. And so it ends up adding up in terms of scaling your business. Yeah. Because of the restrictions that Facebook has, the best way for you to scale your business is to help other people to become profitable as well. And so that totally makes sense. And Zig Ziglar says, uh, you know, you can have everything you want as long as you help enough people get what they want. It seems like that's what you're doing right now, which is awesome. So for the Facebook shop that you set up, do you usually then recommend that people have a certain theme like office supplies or clothing? Or is it just like you're just like, hey, whatever is hot at the moment, we're going to try to sell it? So we literally create a general store. So a general store would be a, a variety of everything. Uh-huh. So we literally list whatever makes us a profit. So when we do our product research on Amazon or on Walmart, which is the two suppliers that we use for our clients and for all of our stores, is that, um, yeah, we do product research on Amazon, Walmart. And so whatever the rank is closest to number one on Amazon. So like if this pen was like ranked 100 we're going to list this because, I mean, this, uh, rank 100 is good. Any number that's closest to number one sells the most on mm-hmm. Amazon or on Walmart. So that's what we do. We do our product research on Amazon. If this is rank 100, we're going to list it. And so we're going to list it on Facebook. And then from there on, we just let it sit there. If it sells, it sells. But we're doing product research consistently. And so that's how we find our products. So, so, so no, we don't have no theme. No coding line, no just a variety of anything, literally whatsoever. So as long as it makes us a profit and we can make a profit, we just list it. And it has a good rank, we list it. So that's what we do. Interesting. Okay. So it doesn't have to be like, hey, you know, Joe's office supplies or anything like that. It's more like a general store, like like a Walmart or a Target or smaller scale, just local general stores. So that's amazing. Is there any capital requirement for people that want to partner with you in starting this business? Yeah. So basically right now it's a $25,000 fee requirement, $25,000 to get started off. It's only a one-time initial fee. And so, and then that would be whatever a contract profit split is. We do that. It could either be a 6535 which is what we mostly do for our customers at this very moment. That's what it's like. And then once we once we get the money, once you onboard with us, we then end up sending you off your Facebook shops. Then we just get you rolling, get you started. Interesting. Um, I I don't know if there is a an average or things like that, but typically, when do people then become profitable working with you guys because you so have that this- initial investment? So when it comes to remaking their ROI, the return of the investment right now, it's looking like eight to 12 months. It could be earlier if you're lucky, depending on the type of products. For every store, we have different type of products. But right now, on average, it's eight to 12 months. And then, and after, yeah, then after those months, I mean, you're basically just profitable after what, of what you paid for. And 
that's a one-time fee. And then the additional cost is just whatever the split is in terms of off the profit. Correct? Correct. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. No, it still sounds like an amazing opportunity. So guys and gals, if you guys are listening and you want to start a, another income stream, you definitely want to reach out to Miguel and at least explore what he is offering because Miguel has told you that he was able to drop out of school because of this business. He's able to now help and scale other people's businesses and income because of his expertise. So please, if you guys have any thoughts or questions on this, Miguel's already giving us so much valuable information. But Miguel, what's like the best way that people can reach out to you? Is it Instagram, Facebook, email? The best way to reach out to me would be on Instagram, which is Miguel Sanchez Ecom. No, no, nothing whatsoever. Just Miguel Sanchez Ecom. And then the second best way would be my email, which is at Miguel at WalmartTribe.co. And so I'm mostly active on Instagram. So if you guys do are watching this video, definitely contact me on Instagram at Miguel Sanchez Ecom because, like I said, I'm mostly active on there. And so I'm always talking about uh, e-commerce on my stories or Facebook shops and what we do it for clients and basically. Uh, just, just throwing value. It does. I mean, just value. And so I, how I can help anybody, you know? So yeah, man, no, that's, uh, what I, so Miguel and I are part of the same mastermind groups. And that's one of our biggest things is how we can help one another, how we can provide value. And that's what I want to do for you guys. And that's why I bring on amazing guests like Miguel so that, we can help you guys learn different ways to make money or to become profitable. But if you wanted a partner who already has that expertise, remember, reach out to Miguel. He's on Instagram, Miguel Sanchez Ecom. So it'll be in the show notes as well, but please reach out to him, ask him any questions, learn from what he's posting out there. And just give him a shout out and thank him for all the information that he's dropping. Now, Miguel, I know people can partner with you and hopefully that's what they do because you already seem to have this thing rolling. But if somebody were like, hey, you know what? I'm in college or I want to start a business. What would you say should be some of the first things that they should do to try to get started get started into like my service or just like in the business model yeah just I'm- like in the business of e-commerce do you think that they should find a product or like yeah what would you recommend or just some steps that you did to get started like way back in the day or what resources you looked into to get started yeah well if you were broke like me back in the day <laughs> if you're watching this um definitely Got to understand that credit is important. Leverage credit as much as you can and try to increase your credit as much as you can every other day. That's I'm still doing increasing my credit to this day. I have about over 400,000 worth of credit cards altogether. This is at first. Credit is important. Definitely, if you have no money, leverage your credit. Find a way how to leverage it. Leverage that credit and how to make more money off of that. doesn't have to be just dropshipping itself like myself where like all you need is a credit card and, and you know, start selling on Facebook or if you want to start selling on Walmart and Amazon or getting into e-commerce, 
definitely look into, if you're looking into getting into e-commerce, know the three different business models, which is there's private label, which is building your brand. And then there's wholesale where you wholesale brands and sell their products on these platforms. And then there's drop shipping. Whereas, and you own no products, but you sell something without owning anything. Definitely look into that. Um, like I said, if, you, if you're somebody with no money, look into other businesses where it requires literally almost nothing, you know, whether it be less than like $2,000 or something like that. And then work your way up, you know, work your way up and then start something, then do something what you always wanted to do. Um, that would definitely be my best advice, if, especially if you're not getting into e-commerce or you don't have to do what I do. But if you're somebody who wants to get out of school or just wants to like do a business because you want to start your own business and you hate going to school because yeah, like me, that's their only reason. I mean, once I, once I saw success in dropshipping, I literally, I didn't tell you this, but once I make my first $2,000 on my second month selling online, dude, forget about me taking my finals. There was like three weeks left to take finals. I'm like, I'm out of here. Screw this shit. Yeah. That would be my best advice for somebody who has literally almost no money is that, Look into side hustles or like small or like small business where like you could scale with like literally to like literally not almost having nothing, but gonna have at least like a couple thousand or two thousand, or at least have credit. But yeah, yeah, companies um, for sure too. Yeah. So, how did you stumble upon dropshipping back then? Funny story. It was funny back in 2017. Actually, no, 2018. 2018, yeah, because 2018 when I started. Early 2018, I remember I was on Instagram and I saw these dudes from California just driving nice cars. You know, so I'm like, I want, I want a nice car too. I want, I want, I want, I want a Hellcat or I want a freaking Jeep or a freaking Audi R8 or anything like that. And so they were driving Lambos and all that stuff. So I was like, you know, I want something like that too. So they were selling a course during that time. The course was about seven ninety nine, I, I believe, or eight ninety nine. Doesn't matter. It's around that around that range. Uh-huh. Seven ninety nine. Let's say that. I bought it, and I I remember I was being I was so skeptical on buying it because I was so broke. I only had like two. I think I had about like two thousand dollars to my name. But I was like, it literally took me three days to make that decision. Too. It was so funny. I remember I remember the feeling just like thinking about it. Should I waste eight hundred on this? I definitely yeah. That's how I started. I literally just saw these guys driving nice cars, and they just kept talking about it. And so that was, that was kind of like my mindset back in the day. It's just like the flashy, the flashy stuff, you know? So I was just like, whatever. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. And then you bought the course and the course was on drop shipping. I take it then, or. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the course was on drop shipping, Amazon drop shipping. And so that's how I literally got started. And so from there on, it kind of just like compounded for me selling on Walmart and then on Facebook. So that was an actual great return on investment that eight hundred dollars that no it was day huh much better than college tuition i take it much better than college tuition shoot that's amazing man that's amazing i know we're already running out of time and i'm like oh my goodness i got like eight million other questions for miguel so hopefully we'll have miguel on again and at that point you guys if you guys have questions for miguel please leave them in the comments direct message me I will make sure that I get those answers for you or we will have Miguel on again so that he can answer those for us. But what was the first product you drop shipped? It was a rice cooker. Uh, A rice cooker. cooker. This was in November something. I remember, man. Or October. No, it was November. It was November. It was the, I think it was the second week of November. That's all I, that's all I know. On 2018, 
Second week of November of late 2018. It was a, a, a three-piece rice cooker. Well, it had three, three, I don't know, three ovens or not ovens, freaking... Burners or... Burners, there you go. Three burn, three rice cooker burners. That's what it was. I got it off of uh, Google. It was pretty funny. I was using Google as my supplier. Really? Oh, you didn't even go overseas or anything like that. You just Googled it. You found it. And then you put it on Amazon for a profit. And Yeah, I, I remember too. I made like $2 only off of that thing. <laughs> $2 per unit or $2 per, ever? Per unit for that rice cooker, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you usually look in terms of either profit margin or dollar amount that you want to try and get per unit now? Honestly, nothing, man. As long as it makes me or uh, uh, anything over two dollars, but if I find something for a dollar, I still sell it. Yeah. If I sell, if it makes me a profit, I just sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to be too picky. I mean, money's money. You know, be grateful. Right. <laughs> be grateful. Yeah, you be grateful that. People are willing to to buy it and such. So so I know they can follow you on Instagram and you're sharing a lot of just free information on there. And then they can reach out to you, DM you that way to find out more information. If you were getting started now, would you do anything different than when you got started? And so would I do anything now that you know now? Knowing what you know, would you have done anything different? Oh, yeah. Pay it. Honestly, man, I was so, I mean, even don't pay attention to the money. Pay attention to like what the business model is. Pay attention to what you're getting into and all that. Because like I said, when I, when I first started dropshipping on Amazon, it took me to like five months later to find out that it was against terms of service on what I was doing. So I was like, you know what? I'm already five months in. I might as well just go freaking balls deep in uh-huh. <laughs> and so i was like but with five months in i was already i i was already making like six or i was making like five or six thousand dollars profit per month already oh, so i was like you know what whatever i already know all the freaking loopholes to do it so like next thing you know i ended up doing it over and over again next thing i went from amazon to walmart and then like i said amazon and walmart has died so no what do you call it? I'm here doing it on Facebook, but on Facebook, it's finally like, wow. Now this could be sustainable long term, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, that would be yeah, definitely, definitely pay attention to what you're getting into, and so um, think long term as well. Think, think super long term or what you're getting into. See if it's like a long term business. See if it's like uh, you see something. If if you see yourself doing it in ten years, or if you see the business, you know, being alive in over ten years. They definitely uh do that, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's amazing. Just trying to think. Oh, if people wanted to get started on Facebook, where well, first, where would where are some good spots that they can find suppliers or inventory? Is it just Amazon and Walmart or Google or Alibaba or like what would you recommend in terms of best spots to find suppliers? If they're job shipping, like what I do and just find ra- random products that sells, then try to find a, a supplier like Amazon and Walmart that ships within two or three days. Cause you want fast customers. If you can find a supplier with fast customer service and like legit products then you want to find uh, legit suppliers, like with Amazon, Walmart, Zorro, Home Depot, right? 
Now, if you're looking into getting into Alibaba, you're looking at that's probably you're most saying that you're trying to build a brand. So, like, if you're trying to build like a brand off of, like your own pen, then obviously you want to go to Alibaba and put your own brand logo on there, and then you buy in bulk, and then you can have it send it to your own warehouse, or your own house, and then ship it to, and then just post it on Facebook, <clears throat> create your business page and post it on Facebook if that's the route you want to take. But yeah. I guess it all depends on the business model. If you want to drop ship, then do what I do, where we use Amazon, Walmart, Home Depot as our suppliers. And then, whereas, and if you just want to build your own brand, then obviously you want to talk to like uh, overseas suppliers, or I guess it all depends on what you build or where you start. Yeah. Now, can you also like to a smaller scale than just like flip items on Facebook as well. So like you go to like a Walmart and you go in their clearance section and find stuff that you think people might buy and get it at a decent price and then just put it up there and try to sell it. Like you could do that as well. I believe there is a, there's a, there's an app that Amazon has. And I guess if you send it to the Amazon app, you basically Take out your phone and grab any random product on Walmart, you know? And then, so if you were looking at selling this water bottle, you're basically going to scan your the phone on this on this thing right here, the, on the barcode. Uh-huh. It's going to show you how much it's selling for on Amazon, right? So if it's if it's, if it's it's saying that's selling the water bottle selling on Amazon for like 30 bucks, but on Walmart it's worth freaking 15 bucks, then I would say go ahead and maybe sell it on Facebook if you want. Uh-huh. But, um... That would be my best. Yeah, that would be my best answer. Is like if you want to go in clearance and go in stores, definitely get the Amazon app, see what sells. But that's that's more that's more directly to the Amazon app. Gotcha. Directly to the Facebook app, but definitely give it a try. You know, that's another way to make money too. But because um, yeah. it's selling on Amazon for a certain price, and you could buy it for way cheaper than even if it doesn't sell for exactly that same price that it sells on Amazon. At least you know there's got to be some sort of profit margin. Of course, every situation is different, but okay. Oh man, that's amazing. And then the, what is the difference between like a Facebook shop and Facebook marketplace? So Facebook shop is more of a legitimate business. They do require an LLC, a EIN number and all that in in those documents, you know, that's a legitimate business. You do create a business page. That's that. So Facebook is trying to push the Facebook shops more than Facebook marketplace because that's, it's more like this. It's more legitimate. It's a legitimate business as well. So it checks better customers as well. So, and it's also branding. So that's what Facebook wants to do. It's not that they just want to push us to job shippers, but they're trying to get more brands to hop onto their platform. You know, big companies like Nike, Gymshark, any other big brand that you could think of outside of your health, they want them to go on Facebook and start selling on there as well. Marketplace, there's money to be made there. Don't get me wrong, you know, there's definitely money to be made there. But if we had to choose the two, Facebook shop always went to the long term. Facebook marketplace, you're a solo, you're a solo person like me where they see you. When they buy off of you, they're buying off of like off of you. Like they see your profile picture and all that. Uh, and so they expect you to do everything right away. Uh-huh. Now, if you buy something off of me right now, you're probably you're most likely gonna shoot me a message like, hey, can you ship this out now? Yeah, I, want, yeah. I want this, I want this within two days. And you know, and if and if I can't do that for you, you're gonna cancel, you're gonna get a refund. And uh-huh. so that's the thing about those, that's the difference between the two. One, the customer sees the marketplace not as a business. They expect you to they think that you're doing that on your own. You know, they think that's like your only income. But 
I guess it's different for everybody else. Yeah, the customer service is not the best there. I mean, not the customer service, the customers that, that the marketplace attracts. Yeah. That would be the only difference. But with Facebook shops, in the long term, it wins and it's more of a legitimate business and people treat it as if it was like a top tier legit business as well. Yeah, like they're interacting with a business as opposed to Young Lee, the individual who they're like, oh, so so marketplace is more like garage sales type of thing, whereas Facebook shop is actually like going to like a store or a shop. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, marketplace is kind of like it's like a side hustle, definitely. Yeah, describe that way. Marketplace is side hustle, and then Facebook shop is a business. Do you? try to post on both still or do you primarily just focus on shop i do both i have my virtual assistants taking care of uh, both already so i mean why not take advantage of the profits on both ends on marketplace as well exactly man yeah and and can't i know you had mentioned to me that you guys don't run ads for the products but if you open up a facebook shop can you run ads through the Facebook shop or do you need to like start a business page to run the ads from, or I guess, how does that part work? So when it comes to listing products on your Facebook shop, you don't have to run ads whatsoever. Right now it's all free traffic. And so that's what it's looking like right now. So if you just list whatever on your stores, you just let it sit there. And if it sells, it sells. Eventually if it's, the way I've been seeing it lately is that if it's selling, Facebook is going to push the product and it's going to get, you know, push, push the product to the people, you know, all free traffic. You don't have to worry about no ad spend whatsoever. Um, so the algorithm pushes it out. Same thing. Like if you've got a great post or a great photo on Instagram that people are commenting or liking and the algorithm's like, Hey, this, we should push out to more people. Interesting. Yeah, man. Again, I have so many other questions, but I want to be respectful of your time and the listener's time and things of that nature. So thank you once again for being a guest on the show. Guys, when you're watch guys and girls, when you're watching, you're listening, please, if you found value in this episode, like, share it with somebody else that might find value. And please leave comments or questions. We will make sure if we have enough good questions, we'll have Miguel on again to answer those questions. And if you want to reach out to Miguel to find out about how he can help you make passive income, please reach out to him on Instagram. Miguel Sanchez Ecom is his handle. Is that right? Yes, correct. Miguel Sanchez Yeah, so please reach out to him. Thank him for providing you guys with free, free content and valuable information that he, as a broke college student, paid $800 for. And now he is paying it forward and giving it to you guys for free. So please (laughs) thank him. Leave the comment, share, like, subscribe, guys. That's the best way that we can bring awesome guests like Miguel on the show. So... Thank you guys for watching and paying attention. Miguel, thank you so much for being a guest on the Chicago Business Review. My name is Young Lee. I am your host, and I will see you guys next time. Thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. I truly respect your time, so I hope this was valuable to you. And if you're a new listener, then thank you for checking out the show. 
And don't forget, you can find all the resources, links, and show notes on our Facebook group, Chicago Business Review. Just go to Facebook and search Chicago Business Review so that you can find out all the latest info on future podcasts, get all the show notes, and network with other highly successful and driven entrepreneurs and professionals in Chicago. Also, be sure to contact me while you're over there and share any feedback, questions, or guest recommendations you have as well. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.